Just Life, a programme from Radio Maria England. This is Radio Maria. Very warm welcome. As you've just heard, this is Just Life. I'm Edmund Zengeli, and this morning... I have a great privilege to uh, have on air a very dear friend of mine, a very talented woman, all the way from Italy, but she does speak English, which is a great advantage because this is Radio Maria England. And this person I've known for a long time now, and she's very, very close to uh, our family, and uh, we work together on many occasions in the field of arts and entertainment. And uh, she's a producer in Italy, in Rome, based in Rome. And um, she's been involved in theatre production, short films. She runs a music festival. Very popular and uh, wonderful person who brings a lot of people together. And I'm very, very happy to have her on Just Life this morning. And it's Fabiana De Rose. Hello. 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 Nice good, to hear you. Good morning and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for the lovely intro. I appreciate it a lot. Well, thanks for accepting the uh, the invitation and giving us your time. I know it's, uh, what time is it? It's uh, just gone 11 o'clock over there, right? That's right. It is. Yes. Great. And how are things in Rome? How is the eternal city? Looking fine today. It's a sunny day, actually, which is nice. Um, not too cold. And... Uh, Yes, everything moving along, I great, think. Great, good. Well, let's dive in and uh, unravel who you are and what you've been doing the last 15 years or so, or even more. Could you tell us a bit where... What, so you're Italian, right, first of all? I am, that's right. Right, yes. But you do have a very good accent. So where does that come from? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, for family reasons, um, I actually uh, picked up English before Italian. English is really my first language, despite the fact that I'm Italian. Wow, uh, there you go. Yes, long story short, we were living abroad when I was just uh, two years old, and that's how it all happened. Great, where were you? At the time, we were in the United States. Oh, right, okay. That makes mm -hmm. sense, that makes sense. And when, you, when, and when did you come back to uh, Italy? Um few years after that, uh, three years after that, but um, again, for mostly work-related reasons, my, my father's work, um, we kept globetrotting quite right. a lot. And so it was, it was a privilege. It was an opportunity to, of course, visit the world, meet many different people, different nationalities, backgrounds, definitely mm. mind-opening, mind you know, as you were growing up, for sure, very mind-opening. And an opportunity to learn another language. In fact, as I said, English is my first language, right. despite the fact that my nationality is Italian. Okay, okay. And obviously you're, you're bilingual there. So you went to a, it's an English-speaking school in Rome, right? Yes, and uh, not only in Rome, you know, different locations as we were traveling. But yes, uh, I was educated in two languages most, right. most of my life. Yes, that's right. Great, great. A bit like my children now. Yes. Who are growing up bilingual. Yes. It's a, it's a gift, you know, it's a, something to be grateful for. Mm, mm, it is. It is indeed. And why don't you tell the listeners how, how we met? Ah, <laughs> well, we met a long time ago. Um, I'd say it's now 18 years, perhaps. Wow. 
maybe. Yeah. Um, if my mind doesn't fail me. Um, so we met thanks to the theater and thanks to music, of course. Uh, we have done many things together over the years, both theater productions and concerts with uh, many of your wonderful bands. Um, so we met on stage. That's right. I think it's fair to say. That's <laughs> yes. right. I remember the first time I remember is having, um, having a Thanksgiving with you, with Greg Garbinski and Kathy. That's right. That yes, in fact, I Many was thinking ago. more. Yes, I was thinking more stage-wise, but indeed, that's true. That's, yeah, that's but I remember more, those being part of the yeah. uh, the original the original yes. lineup. It was a Thanksgiving, a very special Thanksgiving among close friends and theatre people. In mm. fact, mm. so that's true. That's true. That's right. So what? And you... before that, I think that we were in touch uh, to talk about a Shakespeare production. Weren't we? It That's was right. a, We were trying to put on much, uh, a much, show. Is it much to do about nothing? Yes. Yes. I remember right. I played Claudio. <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> you convinced me. <laughs> I convinced you, and you were great in it. So that was um, that was a great show. That was that was. So how did you get into the theatre and more than anything the production side? I mean, a lot of people want to be an actor, but being a producer is a is a different ball game, isn't it? It's a different. Yes, it's a different it hat is. you're wearing, isn't it? It is. Um, well, I always had a passion for the arts ever, you know, since uh, my very early years. Um, and I was fortunate to have opportunities to be involved with theatre groups since I was a child. Um, and then uh, later on, I met a wonderful lady whose name is Sandra Provost. You know her. Very well indeed. Um, and she founded a theatre company in Rome, but it's an English language theatre company called the Rome Savoyards. Okay. And she founded it 40 years ago. And she was also my teacher, um, my drama teacher. So we, we've always been really good friends and uh, about 15 years ago uh, established a collaboration uh, whereby she directs, I produce, and we have done many shows together since then. And I, and I think it's safe to say that this theatre company is an extended family. Mm, absolutely. Lots of wonderful people who are a part of it or who have been a part of it uh, as yourself. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that's in a way how it started. I, long story, of course, but I tried to condense it. Of course. Um, but I definitely have to give a shout out to uh, Sandra Provost. Mm. She, has, she has made uh, a difference in my life for sure and in many other people's lives over the years. Uh, and we're still at it. We're rehearsing a show right now. Right. So, what are you doing now? Yeah. What's next on the, on the um, horizon? So we are rehearsing a play by Alan Eckburn called Alan Round Eckburn. and Round uh, the Garden. Right. Um, and uh, forthcoming in the new year. Uh, so we're looking forward to it. It's um, a lot of fun, wonderful piece. How many um, plays do you do on average a year? Um, COVID average, permitting, obviously. That's right. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say um, about three to four depends okay. on the season. But yes, on average. So um, I, I suppose that uh, over the past, uh, what, 15 or even more years, we've done over 40 plays. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot of um, mm -hmm. a lot of theatre. Well, there is, um, you know, one may think, why English theatre in Rome? Well, there is, a, of course, a very wide uh, 
uh, English-speaking base here in Rome. There are a lot of foreigners who, not only tourists, but foreigners who live here. Mm. That's one of the amazing um, things I discovered when, when I lived there, yes. was how international it was. Yes, and it's a, an extended community, very interested in, in the arts, very supportive. Of course, I think they, re they make a real difference here in Rome. Um, they're very active on so many levels. Um, and uh, so we, you know, we have a public. Um, and also we have Italians, of course, who come to the shows mm -hmm. either because they want to practice English or because they know English or in schools. So it's quite a diverse kind of public. Yeah. Would you say uh, that there's still quite a... Uh a quite a big influx of um, of foreigners of english speaking people who are coming to make their home in in italy and rome yes i would say so are you still meeting uh, new people and yes. on the scene yes there is quite a turnover um and also there are people who are established here mm -hmm. and i believe will probably retire here and and maybe not go not return to their hometowns mm -hmm. you know um in fact we are not the only English-speaking theatre group in Rome. Um, we are definitely long-standing and very established, but uh, we're not the only ones. There's more than one. And uh, I think we all support each other. This is very much with a, a, an outlook on community. Um, so, you know, there is no competition, if you see what I mean. We're all really supportive of each other. And right. that's, the, that's the spirit. That is the spirit indeed. And you are... As Greg used to say, the cosmic glue holding it all together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's that's very kind of you to say, and I appreciate it. But honestly, <laughs> as I said, um, the theatre company is an extended family for me and, and to so many others. So I think nothing happens alone. You know, it's a, it's teamwork is is what I always think. That's right. Um, so I'm very grateful to all the people who have over the years contributed to this company, supported, helped, been a part of it. Um, as I said, wouldn't have happened otherwise. That's right. Just Patrick, just the other day, my, my eldest was saying after a gig mm. we did, he said, Daddy, teamwork makes the dream work. Ah, yes. that's, a, that, that's, that's very said that. nice. I, said, I did. I just made it up. I said, nice one, Patrick. That's good. That's right. very nice. I'm, I, I, may, I may steal that from him. Well, you, you are, you're entitled to your godmother to the other one, so that's fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I think we're going to now, it's now time to take a little music break, and I'm going to open up the phone line, so if any of our listeners would like to call in, say hello, ask my, my Fabiana, our guest, a question. The number's 01223-375564. That's 01223 Three seven five five six four, and we'll be back after this music break.
This is Radio Maria. You're listening to Just Life. I'm Edmund Zengeni and I've got live on a link all the way from the eternal city of Rome, Fabiana De Rose, who's, among other things, a very talented actor, producer and all-round organiser for the uh, English-speaking expat community in Rome in the field of arts and entertainment. Are you there, Fabiana? Can you hear me? I am. Great. I am, yes. I'd like to ask you a question. Could you explain the difference between producing a, a, a show and uh, directing one? Well, <laughs> that's a good question. I'll, I'll, I'll try, or rather I'll give you my take on it. Um, production work, of course, involves so many aspects, um, organizational aspects, of course, everything that entails uh, putting together a show um, from, you know, <laughs> location, uh, props and uh, financing and promotion. You really have sort of the, the big picture. Um, but I've always thought that production work requires organization, um, for sure. You need that kind of skill, um, a bit of empathy, <laughs> because you do need to bring people together. But direction is more of a talent, if the, if you if you like. Um, of course, it's also an, a skill and a skill you can acquire. But you do need a vision. A director always has a vision of his or her own. And that's very much a talent, I believe, that you're also born with. So to me, the main difference is really between talent and skill. If you see what I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know if this is making sense. Yeah. Um, of course, you can acquire experience both as a director and, produ and producer. I mean, goes without saying. Um, however, I, for, I don't think you can be a director unless you have the talent for it and unless you have your own vision for what you want to um, put on stage. You know, mm, uh, mm. have you ever directed yourself? I have not. No. Okay. And I firmly believe that I respect the, you know, separation of roles. Mm. Uh, and that's and going back to what we were saying before, that it's teamwork. Of course, I mean, I don't need to say it. It goes without saying again, it's all the roles are extremely important and closely linked and have to work together. Mm, mm. Um, yes. Yes. Right. So... All right, all right. Yes, that's that's at least my take, my view. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, the theatre's going well. So you've got um, over the t pandemic now and uh, things have opened up a little bit in Rome for uh, theatre. I know some dark times we had to all go through over the last couple of years especially. But the, can you see the light at the end of the tunnel now, do you think? I think so, or at least I hope so. It's been hard for everyone, of course. Um, and possibly here things have been a little bit slower reopening. Mm -hmm. um, it takes time for, I think, people to uh, find confidence again and then trust and wanting to be indoors. Um, but it's definitely improving now in this season uh, compared to last year for example okay. where where you know we we had put on we put on shows and the theaters reopened but of course there were restrictions um here in place and rules you had to follow and and still uh, i would say quite a bit of widespread fear of being in enclosed spaces altogether. Mm. So, but I I do see the light at the end of the tunnel right now and hope for, hoping that it continues in this direction, of course. Okay, do you think now that after the pandemic has receded, um, people have a more of a desire to get out and be amongst other people than uh, they've realized what they've missed out on, you know, seeing everything on a Zoom call or on a... 
on a, on a yeah. computer screen? Uh, yes. I mean, from what I can see here in Rome, of course, I can, you know, I can only speak for what I observe in, in the city I live in. Um, I see that there is definitely a return to social life, particularly outdoors, but mm. as I was saying, more so indoors as well. Um, and I think, yes, the need to socialize and be together is definitely there. However, behaviors have been affected in throughout the pandemic, you know, right. social behaviors. And also, I think, in a way, um, life habits, uh, if that's the right term to use. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a lot of, of course, staying at home. And so I think things need to readjust gradually. Uh, everything takes time, you know, thing, <laughs> things don't change overnight. So of course. we have to, we have to be patient and trust, trust the process. Absolutely. I think one of the advantages of being in your field, the arts of entertainment and production is that in Italy is that um, you have the opportunity to have things all'aperto in the open air more than you do outdoors, in England. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously in England with the climate, um, we don't have that luxury of um, maybe open-air theatre or, or concerts evening. Which brings me to uh, our next part of the programme, which is about the concerts that you've been involved in. You've been, you also run, parallel to all these busy things you already do, a, um, a music festival. Uh, yes, yes, this was... <laughs> if, that wasn't, if, if the Savoyards wasn't already enough. No, well, this again, this was a, a, a true opportunity and stems actually from um, the work, the theatre work done with uh, the Rome Savoyards. Um, it happened by chance in a way. We were collaborate, well, we have collaborated with a theatre in Rome for many years, for 15 years. Uh, a lovely theatre called uh, San Genesio, like the saint. Um, and uh, we, as we were putting on many theatre productions there, um, the theatre director approached me one day and we, we talked about the possibility of working together on, uh, on concerts, on putting on concerts inside a theatre, um, which is, I suppose, not very frequent uh, these days. And the idea was to bring music back inside the theatre where uh, music and uh, and the artists involved, the musicians, the singers, uh, would really have the attention of the public mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, um, a club or a pub or mm -hmm. any other location where perhaps because of the socialization and, you know, other things happening in the same space, uh, the focus is not only on the music. So the idea was on the other hand, to refocus attention, the attention of the public on music. Um, so that's how this came about. And of course, step by step. Um, and I also have to thank musician friends who were involved in this process um, and who were very much the founders, I, I would say, of this festival called Vitala Festival. And among these, yourself, right? because you were there in those early days with your band uh, when we tried the first uh, events. We were and indeed. So very grateful to you and also to a dear friend and wonderful musician artist uh, called Mickey Martin, um, who Mickey, also, yeah. yes, he was also uh, one of the founding members of this festival. 
So as I said, you know, step by step, we started with one, then another, then a third, and you learn by trial, you adjust. Um, and today it's now been over 10 years. The festival has been running. We've been hosting many different bands, uh, different genres, you know, ranging from blues, soul, rock, R&B, jazz, uh, bossa nova, tango, gospel, mm. uh, yeah, quite a variety of bands. And uh, and this festival also has a philanthropic nature. So the idea is to support the artists involved. So if any of our listeners would like to see some of the uh, past events that you've, uh, you've produced, is there any way they can get hold of them? Yes, social network. We are on Facebook, Vitala Festival. Vitala also, Festival, how Vitala. do you spell that? That's V-I-T-A-L-A. So it's like vital, but with an A at the end. Okay. Vitala. Uh, Vitala is, I suppose, the Italian pronunciation. Maybe mm -hmm. in English it would be Vitala. I don't know. Right. Um, For our English-speaking audience. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Vitala Festival yes, on Facebook. Right. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we we post as much as we can of everything we, we do, everything we um you know our season so forthcoming concerts mm. and of course lots of videos from the past mm. as well well they're mm -hmm. all very professional productions uh, ladies and gents because i've uh, been involved in in many of them over the years and it's such a, an exciting place to perform live music is in a theater it has a different environment a different atmosphere than you do get in a club or a bar or a pub or wherever else you may be um, it's just it's there's just something special. It's the big red curtain. It's the lights. It's the division between us and the audience. And it's Fabiana, who's uh, backstage giving us our five minute countdown and <laughs> making <laughs> sure people are there in their seats. And uh, you know the big there's a, there's a there's a bit more excitement in the theatre when I've been there performing and I've performed on many different platforms. So um, I really do encourage our our listeners to check out. Vitala, Vital with an A, festival on uh, Facebook and Instagram and uh, find out what um, Fabiana's been doing there. Yeah, thank you. I mean, we've also hosted uh, musicians and artists from um, beyond abroad, you know, from beyond the, the, the borders of Rome, let's yeah, say. Yeah, well, we fly in a couple of times a you year to do in. it. You fly in. In fact, we have a, a forthcoming concert with your band, uh, that's the Rome right. Bridge Connection. That's right? right. That's 4th of January, right? Paying always in Rome. 4th of January, we have 2023. Nice, that's right. This nice tradition of uh, sort of starting, initiating the new year together. Um, yeah. So that's always something that I look forward to very much. And we have um, hosted artists um, from uh, abroad uh, on a few occasions. Mm. So, and as I said, this is really our project is uh, philanthropic. You know, it's it's um, um, to support the arts as much as we possibly can and to showcase as much as we can. Where would you be without the arts then, do you think? Oh, I would be a very sad person. Mm. Absolutely. Um, this dimension of my life is uh, ha, vital, just like the name <laughs> of the festival. Absolutely is. It has, I'm, I feel very grateful um, to have this uh 
these activities in my life. Um, to be honest with you, they are more on the philanthropic side. They are not what I make my living on because it's very hard to make a living on the arts, but that's fine because they, all the more so, they add dimension and purpose, if you see what I mean. Mm. And um, it's an opportunity to share with so many wonderful people, artists, friends, to create wonderful shows and to share with the public mm. um, so it's really it really is another dimension um, on so many levels well, so I'm you very, really, very very grateful you really I, have done so many productions over the years both musical theatrical and when I look back it's a, a huge portfolio of them so uh, you know, despite the fact that, you know, you, we can all go through tough times and uh, difficult moments when things don't always go our way. And the, the, obviously you being the producer, the buck stops with you, as they say, and you have to make yeah. the decision. Maybe you have to take a hit here and a hit there. And you might be wondering, you know, why, why is this happening? But when you look back at the whole portfolio that you've uh, managed to, uh, to create and collect over the last decade and a half, it's, uh, it's, it's impressive. Thank you. Uh, we, I'm, as I said, I'm grateful, um, especially to all the collaborators that ha I've worked with over the years. Again, much as the theatre company, the music festival is an extended family. I've worked with, uh, you know, technicians, artists, collaborators for so many years, and they are friends. Uh, right. We all we all work towards the same purpose, and it. It's not easy, you know, th these are self-sustained activities. Um, we don't really have any um, official form of funding. So um, we do have individual uh, very kind supporters and from time to time we organize fundraising events, but ultimately it's it's a bit of a struggle. Like for every, I think for anyone involved in the arts, this is, I'm not saying anything new. But I don't um, think, if you don't struggle for the arts, it's uh, it's not going to come across as, a, as authentic, you know? Yeah, pro yeah, probably, yes. Um, but uh, I think uh, especially in, when you are working um or let's say a philanthropic mission or, you know, for a community-based mission, it really is for the heart. It's not for the, for the pocket. So you're, you're trying to just um, uh, make productions survive. Mm -hmm. And so funding them is part of this challenge. Of and your production company where you do all of this, the umbrella is, is Wonder Wall, is that right? Well, uh, we have two uh, cultural associations, and one is connected to the theatre productions with the Rome Savi Arts, and it's uh, it's called Plays in Rome, of course, because we are in Rome. Wonderwall Entertainment is another cultural association, and it's more connected to the work that we do with music and also with short films, okay. which is another topic. Well, let's get back to that.
This is Radio Maria. Welcome back. You're listening to Just Life. And today we've been speaking to Fabiana De Rose about her career as a producer in the field of arts and entertainment in the city of Rome. Fabiana, before we move forward, what advice would you give to, let's say, someone who's just coming coming of age in this uh, in this business, a younger person who is coming up the up the ranks, what advice would you give to them if they wanted to follow a, a similar path that you've done? Oh, well, I think um, um, for sure training is really very important. And I was lucky to to start uh, with a start working with a director who is a friend. I mentioned her before, Sandra Provost, and who was also a teacher of mine. So um, I really learned on the job, if you see what I mean. Uh, training is very important. And um, of course, also trial and error. You make mistakes along the way, but you, you use them to improve and redirect your energies and your, your organizational skills in a different way. Um, and very much, I think, as I said before, teamwork. Uh, it's, it's about working together. So to have a collaborative spirit and to understand that, in my experience at least, is very important. Um, yeah, that's right. what I would say. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Well, so you've been also involved in the production of short films in, uh, in Italy. Yes, this is very recent and in a way I would say stems from the pandemic as for so many people we all looked for media, alternative media, uh, We, as we could not be together physically or in person so we all moved towards the digital platforms which gave an opportunity to still interact in one way or another and share and work uh, on the well certainly to share artistic projects but not only um so in collaboration with another group of wonderful um, artists uh, uh, they have a group of their own called teatro multilingue multilingual theater and they are a group of actors, filmmakers, directors, producers, very lovely people. And um, they produce and showcase multilingual productions, um, okay. which is a bit of a mission they have, you know, uh, with the idea that we do live in a, in a very multilingual um, world, of course, and even cities at this point. Um, and so uh, sharing languages brings people together and this is their mission their outlook um and it's working they 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 not only work in rome but they have toured to other countries like greece uh, spain and the uk in fact they've done a lot of their work in um london and bristol in fact they have a show coming up in bristol december 8th um so if anyone is interested they all news on them is available on social network or so how, they have a, great yeah? how does a multilingual film short film actually work then well so the idea with them was again as i said moving on more towards digital uh media uh, was the idea to produce a short film so not more than 
sort of 13 minutes on average. Mm -hmm. um, of course, with a screenplay, uh, there is a, we have worked with um, different kinds of stories and screenplays, and um, they are all in more than one language. Clearly, uh, in post-production, you also make subtitles available, so it's accessible. Yes, uh, that's important, I mean. yeah. It is accessible, um, but the filming happens in more than one language, the actual filming. Um, all short stories, um, and we've, we've done a few at this point. So, again, if anyone is interested in following or in having a look at these short films we've worked on together with them, Teatro Multilingue is uh, the Te name. Teatro Multilingue. Yeah, teatro as in theater okay. in, in Italian and multilingue as in multilingual. Um, Great. When was the, the last one? When? How long ago was it? Uh, did it come out? So we worked together actually on a on a short film that was streamed uh, last uh, Sunday. Oh wow! Fresh so off the press recent. then. Yes, uh, called "Making My Day" mm -hmm. and written by Shane Harnett. He's a very uh, good writer. Yes, very good writer, friend, actor. Mm -hmm. And uh, we streamed it on Sunday. In fact, we extended the streaming by a day because it was uh, well-received and um, more people wanted to follow and asked us. But all our short films are also available on demand. So if anybody wants to have a look, uh, again, Teatro Multilingue is the website to go to. So there's a, a website mm -hmm. other than the... Um the, the Facebook page, yeah? Yes, there is a website and all the short films are available there on demand. And uh, Do you mind spelling that for our listeners? Teatro Multilingue? Of course. So it's uh, T as in Tom, <laughs> E-A and T again, R as in Rome, O, so that's Teatro. And then Multilingue is like multiling multilingual, um, but ends with G-U-E. I hope that makes sense, okay. what I just said. All right. <laughs> All right. Great, great. And uh, do you think there'll be more productions coming up in the future? I hope so. I hope so. This is, uh, we love working together. Um, we have, we share a common um, vision. Um, and so, yes, there definitely are ideas uh, that we are working on together. So I hope so. Great. So the future of the arts and entertainment in the, the English language looks looks bright over there. Uh, yes, well, and not only because of us. I mean, as I said, there are other groups uh, in Rome and there, it's quite a, you know, buzzing city. There's a lot going on. There is, on yeah. So, on so many levels. I was so. so impressed. I moved to Rome in 2004 um, and I think I was just so impressed by the amount of people I was meeting there, directors, artists, photographers, writers, painters, yes. uh, musicians, actors. It was just full of this uh, art. It's a real artistic hub, isn't it? It is a hub and it's possibly not, um, uh, this is not maybe so evident because uh, uh, many of us are not necessarily working in the mainstream, if you see what I mean. Sure. Where, um, but there's so much happening um, in Rome that is, um, yes, in smaller theatres, you know, in smaller venues. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, perhaps this is not 
widely known, but there mm-hmm. is a lot. Sure. Um, yeah. So it's a great scene. It's a great yeah, scene. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's vibrant, and I think increasingly so, despite the pandemic. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know because uh, I know it's been uh, it's been tough in Italy the last few years yes. with uh, yes. With one yes. thing and another, but uh, it's good to know that uh, oh, it's the eternal city, so it will always it will always prevail. Well, we hope so. <laughs> I mean, it's been tough for everybody, you know. I think all the worldwide. Um, so I think everyone's struggled one way or another. Mm. So, mm. yeah, trying your, to pull through. Yeah, your parents. They're mm. from which part of Italy are they from? So they are uh, from Naples, right, in the south. Mm-hmm. Great, yes. that's yes. great, and they're lovely people. And I just wanted to—I am—I asked that because the next song that you've chosen is a, a, a singer-songwriter from Naples. Could you tell us who it is and what the name of the song is? Yes, it's the lovely "Quando" uh, by Pino Daniele, who is, of course, a beloved uh, musician, artist, singer, and internationally renowned. Really, so. All right, so we're going to play for you now, Pino Daniele. And cuando tu dimmi cuando, cuando, dove sono i tuoi occhi e la tua bocca, forse in Africa che Siete ancora Tu dimmi quando, quando Non guardarmi adesso amore Sono stato Perché penso al futuro Tu dimmi quando, quando Siamo angeli che cercano un sorriso Non nascondere il tuo viso Siete ancora, ancora, e vivrò, si vivrò, tutto il giorno per vederti andarvi, fra i ricordi e questa strana pazzia, e il paradiso che non esiste, chi vuole un figlio no. This is Radio Maria. Welcome back to Just Life. You've just been listening to Pino Daniele and the song Quando. And today we've been speaking to Fabiana De Rose on a live link in the eternal city of Rome, speaking about her career as a producer in the world of arts and entertainment over in, in Rome. And we've been speaking about her career in theatre, her career in music with the festivals and also with short films. Also, your husband, Fabio, he's much part of this as well, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. Yes, he is. He's the real artist of the family. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, he is an architect and um, he's a a painter. He's an illustrator. 
um, also a professor, but you know, he, he really has many talents and many skills and uh, he has contributed all the way for every production. You know, he, he works on our sets together with us. Um, mm, he's very shared, talented, Fabio. Yes. Does our posters, our flyers. Yeah. And so um, very much involved. Absolutely. Mm. No, yes. it's good to have him always around and uh, always there at the rehearsals and uh, yes. always there yeah. to mediate as well between <laughs> certain no, um, certain characters that we uh, we encounter. He's yes, and he also um, puts up with me because, of course, <laughs> before any production, I'm always uh, a little bit nervous and worried. Sure, sure. For every, always trying to think about what I uh, may have forgotten or, you know, not considered in terms of the outcome of the production. And so he's very patient and supportive, and I'm very grateful for that. That's great. How would you describe the relationships that you've had then with the people that you've worked with, collaborated with, shared all this create these creative experiences? What would you say that's different about that kind of relationship than it is in the... Uh, in the normal world, so to speak? <laughs> well, um, you know, I think the when you're working in, as we were saying before, in on a project, on an artistic project, um, a lot of the um, sort of social boundaries that you may have uh, in, in a quote-unquote normal um, relationship, especially at the beginning when, you, when you're maybe not familiar with someone, those boundaries don't exist mm. you know you, you you're you're focused on the project and you're working together on it and this is a sort of a, almost how can i say a catalyst you know mm. it, it, it just um makes it speeds up the way you familiarize with someone else and the way you come together uh, mm. and and work together and, and it really is and it's also therapeutic it is indeed and i think there's so many ways the relationship you have with actors after the show is never quite the same as it was before. It's always a little bit, a little bit deeper. Oh yeah, absolutely. And in fact, as you know, anyone who has been involved in productions knows you always have the blues after a show, no, mm. after a production, you're always missing uh, what you have shared for such a long time until the next project, of course. Um, but in fact, you know, you have very kindly described my work as a career. I've, never really seen it in that way because she's too humble listener she's no, too humble. no 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 it's because it's it's so much more it's it's a dimension for me and it is um mm. something that has just added so much value uh mm. to, well it added to, a much value to my life at a time where i needed some value i needed some purpose as well when i first met you guys and uh, was introduced to Sandra, the director, and all the other other actors. I'm have to shout out to uh, Grant Thompson, who was a great mentor. He still is a great mentor. If you're listening, I'll see you soon. And uh, Michael Fitzpatrick. Yes, indeed. Many others uh, along the way that we've um, Mm -hmm. had the opportunity to. Sheila, Sheila Stuckbury. Sheila Stuckbury, is another one. So all these people some way have um, contributed to, uh, certainly to my... uh, creative growth and uh and like you said it's the relationships you have with them that uh, that endure yes yes it's 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 really a gift and i think also as i was saying before the fact that what we do is so um community-based and is for a 
philanthropic purpose. It's it's really not a money making uh, endeavor. If you mm. see what I mean, mm. I think this also oh, um, makes us connect in a different way. Of course, um, it's it's more bonding. Yeah, of I mean, course. we all, you know, we all have other jobs that pay the bills, if mm-hmm. you see what I mean. Um, sure. But also when there wasn't a show on, I uh, love the fact that you'd always organise together with uh, Greg, perhaps uh, an improv night or something like that, just to keep everyone, uh, yes. keep our, our muscles flexed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This was a long time ago, but uh, indeed we had an improvisation group, which was spearheaded by Greg, uh, Gregory Garbinski, a dear friend and actor himself. And he was the founder of this group. And we had a wonderful tradition of meeting on a weekly basis and working together on improvisations, which is such a great way to keep you on your feet, you know, uh, between between shows, between productions. And again, very therapeutic, you know, after an improv night, you feel so much better. Your Your worries and problems are gone. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, uh, it's it is therapy. It is therapy, definitely, definitely. Yes. We, we've got one more song to play, mm-hmm. and uh, well, would you like to introduce this last one? Yes, it's "Give Me One Reason" by the amazing Tracy Chapman, and fantastic, lovely, uplifting song. All right, well, let's hear this. Turn right back around Give me one reason to stay here And I'll turn right back around Said I don't want to leave you lonely You gotta make me change my mind Chaplin then give me one reason wonderful little blues song there which uh, was our last choice from Fabiana Fabiana we're coming up towards the end of the program I could easily talk another hour with you but is it <laughs> likewise <laughs> yeah definitely it's been great to go down the memory lane and, and share your experiences yeah, and uh, you. your stories you. with our listeners so thanks for uh, 
for saying yes, for coming on. Is there anyone you want to particularly say hello to before we uh, say <sighs> goodbye? You know, there are so many people that I would like to thank for all the wonderful projects we have shared and um, developed together over the years. And so it's 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 really hard to make a choice. Um, uh, one thing I'd like to say is that among the forthcoming concerts, we have a whole, of course, holiday season now with uh, the holiday concerts and gospels. Uh, but we do have one very special gospel coming up also before Easter in April um, with the lovely Chicago High Spirits and a great musician, pianist friend, Davide Pistoni. I'd like to say, Davide, yes. Yes. A thank you to him because he was also among the founding members of the music festival, the Vitale Festival. And mm. um, I'm grateful to him for that. And it will be an honor to have them back the great Chicago high spirits that's in April but before then we have all the you know holiday Christmas gospel concerts coming up in December if anyone wants to pop in at Teatro Le Salete in Rome you can follow us on social media okay Vitala so, Festival so it's Vitala yeah. that's vital with an A festival you can find that on Instagram, on Facebook, and that, I'm assuming all the listings will be on, on there, yeah? Yes, uh, we, we always, of course, post our forthcoming concerts, and then we have the wonderful concert with you in, on the 4th of January and your great band. That's Rome right. Connection. We shall be there. We shall be there. Well, look, I'd love to carry on, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to wrap up because we've got another program coming of up course. very soon. Uh, but it's been wonderful to have you on air and have the chance to uh, to talk. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and thanks to everyone who joined. Thank you very much. And thank you for all our listeners for listening in to Just Life. <laughs>